to Sugar and Ink, a podcast about living the plus side of life. Hi, I'm Sugar. And I'm Samara. And you're listening to the Sugar and Ink podcast. Welcome back, guys. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about charging what you're worth, either as a blogger, an influencer, or just in your side hustle, whatever that may be. Yeah, I find that's a a really big question people are always asking. And I remember it from when... I was blogging more often. It was like the question to ask in blogging groups was, yes. what do I charge for a sponsored post? Yeah. What do I charge for blah, 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 blah. And there was just like no formula for that. Oh, and there really wasn't. I think a few different places started coming up with ideas or mm. um, suggestions on how to figure it out. But, yeah, especially back in 2009, 2010, no one knew what they were doing. And I think it's still something that a lot of people are just struggling to find the answer with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I found I ran into that issue when I started my photography business was like, where do I even start with prices for that as well? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Because especially when like you're a fairly new professional photographer as well and but you want to value the time that you're spending doing it, but you want to give value because you're new. And yeah, I think it's one of those questions that, yeah, that people will be interested to hear our thoughts on. (laughs) Yes, I think so. So let's, I reckon let's start with you and your, Mm -hmm. um, your business, which is like, Yes. Consultancy and workshops and running yeah. people's social media and building websites. Yes. So how did you start in terms of charging yourself at the um, very beginning? Very badly, short version. <laughs> um, I also spent a lot of time working for people for free, um, not in the actual literal working sense, but a lot of people spent a lot of time asking me to coffee or pretending to be my friend to pump me for info, you know. They just wanted to know what was happening in the blog world or wherever. And, um, yeah, and so I gave up a lot of time and a lot of, you know, coffees that turned into two-hour consults for nothing. And, yeah, and in the end I just had to get strict about that because I didn't have the time. A lot of people will listen to you talk for two hours or ask you questions for two hours and then never do anything either. So I really had to be a bit strict about that. So yeah, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Mm. I think the work, the kind of working for free thing, I know that was a big discussion at one point as well within blogging was like writing for free um, because there was, you know, uh, Mamma Mia at the time, people were not getting paid for their articles and people were so horrified Yet I did a um, a journalism certificate years ago before I blogged. Mm-hmm. And actually that's part of what you do as part of your studies is to do stuff for free. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Journalism was always a bit like that, as in getting mm-hmm. your bylines. And so yeah. I can definitely get both sides of the coin on that. I think you mm-hmm. have to build up exper- uh, experience working with people. You have to build up a portfolio and... If no one's willing to pay you, then you need to do that somehow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for me, bloggers and social media influencers were always a bit different to that because we had an influence and a reach that a journalist coming, you know, through journalism school just didn't have, Mm -hmm. whether that's right or wrong. But Mm -hmm. we had audiences that brands and businesses wanted to talk to. So in that sense, I think we were very different to 
a journalist with no platform, you know, just trying yeah. to get their sea legs a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And now that, um, you, like you say, you kind of did the free coffees and you yes. then at the end of it kind of going, oh, I could have charged for that and yeah. those sorts of things. So when you then did start to charge, how did you work out what you were going to charge? Did you go on an hourly rate? Do you make it flexible based on the client or the person and their budget? What's your, give us your insight. Yeah, so it goes a bit of everything and mostly because I do a bit of everything. So I have some hourly rates, though I probably haven't worked for an hourly rate in, I don't know, three years or something. I just find if um, if I give people an hourly rate, they can't see the value in that. Whereas mm-hmm. if I say to them, "This is my, this is the project, and this is what I deliver, and this is how much that costs," yeah. I think that seems to land a little better with people. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since my one-on-one consults start at like a two dollar, two dollars <laughs> bonus. Sign me up. No, I'm like, don't quote me on that. Oh my god. <laughs> People are like, righto, I'll see you later. You know, they start at 250 for that first initial sort of couple of hours and sometimes they go for an hour or two, you know, and sometimes they go for less. But that's my flat rate. That's kind of what I call my coffee rate mm-hmm. now. I live in a regional area and I like to keep that in mind too when I'm pricing stuff. Um it doesn't cost me a lot to do what I do, but I do have to continue to price my experience in a mm-hmm. reasonable way. Yeah. Yeah. And then how do you deal with, so if, if you, someone says to you, I want an initial consult and you say it's 250 and mm-hmm. they go, like that's too expensive. That's how it. do you deal with that? Do you like stick to it and say, no, yeah. that's my rate. I'm not compromising. Yeah, I absolutely do. And that doesn't mean that I don't do coffees for free. Like, or if I, it doesn't mean that I don't like to meet up with new people or whatever, but if someone very specifically says to me, I'm starting a blog or a business, or I want to get on Facebook, can we go for coffee and I pick your brain or let's have a chat about that? Um, It just has to be that. Mm. Because I also live in a small town. So if I start charging some people one price and other people nothing, other people or another price altogether it's just word will get out and the whole thing gets devalued then because as far as I'm concerned 250 really isn't a lot if they wanted to buy one online course that's not even tailored to them and is probably crap it would cost them that so Mm, it costs more than that I reckon yeah 250 (laughs) yeah I want to offer people value but I also need them to understand that the time it takes and not only to practice doing what I do, but to even know that something new is happening, to learn about that, to try it out, to stay on top of the most recent things, to read the books, to watch the YouTube videos, to read the articles, that takes time. Mm. And if I'm not, you know, if I'm not up to the minute with everything that they want, then that's only going to impact them negatively. If I'm giving them advice from 2017 Facebook and they've paid me today, then I don't think that's fair either. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that worked for me in 09 on Facebook sure as shit don't work now, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. And do you review your rates like 
yearly and then kind of go, okay, I'll put them up 10% or... Yeah, it's more of a... I do review them, um, maybe not yearly, but I like to keep an eye on... Um, something like, it's more like if I've really invested in learning something new, then the rates go up. If I've invested in a new sort of right-hand person who is good at what they do and really fast, then the rates go up. You know, it just, yeah, in that sense, I keep them on my website. They're always visibly there. So people can't argue the rates. They are what they are. Um, yeah. And then I move it there and I just work from there, basically. I do keep it flexible in that I like to be able to offer people packages and bundle stuff together, um, you know, because if I'm building a website and they don't have images, I 100% either want to take those images myself or refer them to a friend because mm -hmm. the website's not going to look any good with crap images, you know. Yeah, yeah affects the finished product yeah a hundred percent you can't and you can't fill a facebook page or an instagram account when they have no content in terms of imagery or whatever i could charge them a hundred bucks to manage their account if they delivered me all the content mm. but you know most people don't you don't get yeah. delivered that sort of stuff so you have to incorporate content and all that sort of thing Whew, mm. that was long-winded <laughs> But yeah, what about you? When you were starting out with photography, how did you go about setting your prices and what sort of research did you do? How did you find, you know, comparable rates in your town, that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, Canberra for photography is super competitive. I think almost everywhere is now. Yeah. There's always a handful because photography doesn't seem to be a primary full-time job anymore. People do it as a side hustle. Okay. There's maybe a handful of people in Canberra that I could say do it full-time, Yeah. which um, compared to the number there are around there. And I was very aware that I didn't have – um, formal training like some photographers mm -hmm. do, like some have done the four-year degrees at uni and all those sorts of things. So I had to be really self-aware as to where my skills were yeah. and the quality of my product versus others to see where I yeah. fit. And I also asked people that I knew would give me an honest opinion, like what would you pay for a photography package looking yeah. at the quality of my photos? What would that look like? Yeah. So I actually started really, really low. I did my, this is so horrible. <laughs> I did my first photography special, which is, was, you know, mini sessions. So you'd book these back-to-back yeah. -back sessions all on one, one, one day. So for 20 minutes and five images, I charged $29. Yeah. Which is like nothing. How many would you have to fit in a day, though, to make that, like... So the idea behind that... <laughs> like... What? Yeah. <laughs> so the idea behind that was to get images because I didn't yeah. have a lot of diversity okay. in my images. Yeah. It was all the same family and friends. Like I had the same children just, like, years yeah. apart. And <laughs> so I needed the diversity and then... For photography you also upsell so you offer five you edit more than five and yeah. then you say to buy all of them will be x 
And most people, when they see all of them, go, oh, I can't pick just five. Yeah. So you do get that um, return yeah. on investment a bit later. Not everyone does it, and it's very upsetting when they don't because <laughs> usually it's the ones that you've spent the most time doing their photos because you think these are so beautiful. There's no way they're not going to buy all of them. Yeah. Like I've just captured their kid so perfectly, and then they're usually the ones that are like, yeah, I'll take yeah, that one, that one, that one, that one. And you're like <laughs> – <laughs> You really can't rely on the upsell. You really no, can't. You can't, no. Yeah. So now, like, my prices have gone up since then. They're yeah. still not at the higher end of where Canberra is. I would still call them at the lower end. Yeah. But they fit in what I expect to make in my photography business. So yeah. it's just side money. It's not money I rely on to live off. It's just yes. kind of fun money. Yeah. So... It is more than what I charged at the beginning. I'm now up to, I think, a half an hour package is like $170. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's and probably more reasonable once you consider how long it takes to yeah. edit and all that sort of stuff along the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Editing is like hours. And then it's the admin of liaising as well. Like it's never a simple one email exchange. It's like 20 yeah. And yeah, which is fine. Like that's part of the customer service. But yeah, you do have to factor when you're looking at chart what you're gonna charge people is all that admin as well to yeah. liaise backwards and forwards and then what does it cost you to then process those payments later and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So my hourly rate is probably still four dollars. Like, yeah, something two, ridiculous. Two dollars fifty. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> It would have been like 70 cents at $29. Yeah, it was so nothing. But it was a good way to get started, feel like I was making something, um, and then get images for my website, which have then allowed me to up my prices because I've got better quality, more variety. um, And I even, in the lead up to the same-sex marriage, like the marriage act being changed to allow for same-sex, I ran a free shoot for four um, same-sex couples just mm-hmm. so I could have the images yeah. on my blog. Once the act was changed, then I could yeah. show people like, yay. And like for the business I found showing people that I was like happy to photograph gay people was also yeah. very important and show that diversity. So, yes. yeah, my because of the prices I charged, I've now got people of all different skin colour, backgrounds, blended families, all sorts yeah. um, to show that I'll, I'll photograph anyone. So yeah. while, it, yeah, I didn't make a lot of money, I see the value in it later on. <laughs> and I think that's important. That's just like the journalist and the byline. You know, mm-hmm. if you can score the job that you want to score off that byline, then great. Um, yeah. I think even Peter McKinnon on YouTube talks about how he, um, one of his main, like, collaborator brands now, they release all his merch and that through their shop. Um, mm-hmm. He used to buy their product and so he'd photograph it and, you know, make sure he yeah. tagged them every time and stuff. And when they finally got a dialogue going, he was like, you know, I could do this for you, you know. Yeah. You could pay me and you'd just send me the new stuff. And, yeah, and so I think it there's definitely value in a transaction like that. Mm -hmm. I think my problem has always been that people should be getting as much value as they're giving. Um, You know, 
to to a certain degree you know be a good person but (laughs) yeah for sure for sure and I definitely I think you can recognize like with some of those families that I was doing I could tell there was a reason they came to me for the $29 package and then you don't want to take advantage of that you can't be like well I'm now going to charge you $500 for the rest of your photos yes like there's got to be a little bit of goodwill there to go there's a reason some people choose a $29 package because yeah. all they can afford. Yeah, and absolutely. The, yeah, the sentimental in me is like, everyone deserves beautiful photos of their families. And I'm like, I've so thrown too. in five extras for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help it. Um, yeah. I couldn't pick just five, so yeah. <laughs> you now got ten. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's always a nice thing to do yeah. too, I think. And I reckon that would be the same for your packages and not doing yeah. the hourly rate is you can if you finish early than you expect you can probably throw things in yeah. for free and yeah. that makes people feel really good about the transaction between you well, both I think that's really important I think as long as people leave working with me and feel like they have gotten value for their money and their time and whatever that's important to me um it's also why I've got quite a scale of um packages I guess in terms Mm. of there's there's some people who would really like to just have me confirm what they're already doing you know and for them it's worth paying someone for that peace of mind to know that they're heading the right direction and Mm. that you know the choices they're making about their branding and social media and the staff that are you know implementing it if it's not them directly are good choices, you know. Some people just want to talk about what sort of content they should be generating. But then there's other people who are like, okay, we're going to use this two hours and you're going to tell me everything you know about Facebook ads. <laughs> Go. <laughs> you know, and so that's, good. that's fine. I'm like, righto, pour the coffee. I can talk for two hours about Facebook ads every yeah. damn day of the week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I think... As long as, and I keep coming back to the consults, but the workshops and that are the same. As long as people leave that um, transaction with me and they feel like they have gotten value and that they have something for themselves in what we've either talked about or what I've been able to do for them, that's important to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and sometimes that means that, you know, if we've been talking about Instagram, I'll make sure they have a copy of my workbook, you know, the one that I sell, I just send a link through and I'm like, well, take a look at this. This touches on everything we talked about. Keep it as a reference. Don't share it with your friends. They can buy it yeah. online, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then they know, you know, even though they've paid what they've paid, I'm actually giving them something that I value at about $25 and to them it's like a discount without being a discount even though they may never have bought the book you know yeah um yeah I think yeah I think that's important being able to offer people value and um deliver value that's that to me you could charge whatever you liked as long as Mm -hmm. people are happy with what they've received for that amount of money yeah I have seen people use the strategy if they're hoping for their side hustle to be their full hustle yeah. is, um, you know, that working out what, what annual salary could you live off, divide that down to yeah. um, if it's a product you're selling or a service, like how many hours or how many things you've got to sell yeah. each, 
month, week, day, yeah. which seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. I think Jenna Kucher, who has the Gold Digger podcast, she does something very similar to that because yeah. she was doing pretty much running herself ragged during wedding season to make yeah. a full-time income and um, or to, you know, to just do the most weddings basically. And so then when she sat down and said, okay, well, what do I need to live on? it turned out that instead of 25 weddings a season, she really only needed 15 or yeah. 12 or whatever. And so it gave her an opportunity to, you know, refine her lead process and to just say, okay, well, um, I only have this many spaces. So they're of value to me and they should be yeah. of value to you. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think when you're infinitely available to people um, – I always say this to people who are always booked up, which I feel like that's been me this year. I'm like, I'm fully booked. Sorry. <laughs> I need more that's a good feeling to have. <laughs> yeah, but it's stupid. You either need to be charging more or um, or you need more people, basically. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's crazy to me to be turning people away. But at the same time, I also know what workload I can manage and – deliver on the promises that I make you know I think I think that's good mm. like her advice of like how many sessions and then you can see the value in those sessions a bit clearer rather yeah. than going oh well I'll charge this amount because of whatever reason you can go no this is what each session is worth yeah. um and it gives you a bit more probably confidence in what you're doing no, that's really good. I feel like, yeah, having giving people the courage to see the value in what they're doing yeah. so that you know what to charge for that. Yeah. Like my photography is all done on weekends, so I now have to look at what is that weekend worth to me yeah. because I'll spend, say if I just do one day at the moment, I have a two-day special that's running, so I'll be spending this weekend, which will be very after the fact once this goes live, but yeah. I'll spend like two days just taking photos and both evenings editing them, so yeah. I have to go, what is that worth it to me? And with a holiday coming up, I know exactly what that's worth because I know how many margaritas that's going to buy on yeah. holidays. Yeah. So, yeah. It's important. It's important. And I think that's why as much as I've always advocated for people um, to be paid, it's why I've never said you should be charging this much. Like, yeah. Because that level or that bar is going to be different for everybody and not just based on experience but based on need or, you know, what they want to get out of it. Yeah. You know? When I sure. fill this little office with other people to work with me, it won't be a case of you're just taking me away from my business. You'll be taking me away from my whole team, you know. Yeah. So that immediately becomes more valuable because, you know, if we're all here doing our thing, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the vision anyway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, need a a team. Team. I need a team so bad. One day we'll record this and there'll be a little worker bee behind you. Yeah, I'll just be <laughs> like, like don't, don't you think so? Yes, <laughs> yes I do. You know, yeah, I've got a little table there and I've put two chairs at it for now because even though it would be the worst desk in the history of mankind, it's just something to keep me focused in that. You're visualising. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, so good. I've, I've been doing this on my own for like nine, eight or nine years now. So it's time to shift my focus from what I've always done and to something else now.
for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. And how long do you think it, when you first started charging, how long until you felt comfortable with what you were charging, like confident and like, yep, was it from the beginning or? Yeah, and I, I actually think, <laughs> I actually think yep. that's, yep, sorry. As soon as I heard you starting that, I was like, I know where this is going and yes, always. <laughs> I grew up, my parents had their first real estate agency when I was nine. I've never been afraid of money or talking about money or asking people for money, <laughs> you know, because I was a property manager. <laughs> if I if I couldn't collect money, you can't do your job, you know. Yeah. So if you can't be like, okay, so I need your money now, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you can't take a deposit on a house, you shouldn't be selling it, you know. Yeah. See, I really struggle with that with um, friends and family, mm-hmm. like charging to friends and family I just yeah they're the worst to be honest like it's so hard yeah yeah they're definitely I find it's I don't it must be similar with yours when there's not an actual product like I haven't made a table from scratch it's very hard for them to quantify the value Yeah. yeah like photography they're thinking well, you've already got the camera. You've already got the computer. Yeah. Like we actually and... chipped in for your birthday, so yeah, yeah. Make sure they, you bring they it. Yeah. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They actually did. Everyone chipped in for my thirty yeah. for my camera, and yeah, I think they kind of think, well, it only takes you what an hour, which is not true. It takes yeah. longer than that. But yeah, I think um, even your friends and family seeing your worth is very hard, yeah. and what you should be charging. I find they're probably the actually probably the worst. I love my friends and family. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Holy shit, guys. I think the thing thing that, and I hope this makes it easier for you, there's plenty of opportunity where you can take your camera to family staff or whatever and just do it. Like, there's plenty of opportunity for that. But if they're specifically saying, okay, I want you to come here and take photos and do this for us, then you have to treat that a bit like a transaction. Yeah. You know, I've built websites for family over the years that they've got $3,000 sites for like seven fifty. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. more about, okay, what are the actual costs of delivering this? And then what's the minimum that I can charge before I start getting resentful? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> because that's important. And I think, um, and your family and your friends are exactly the same as the general public. They don't want to take advantage of you and it's up to you to let them know at what point it's too much. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, I'm happy to bring my camera, but sometimes someone else is going to have to take the pictures. Like, I find I'm never in them otherwise. Yeah. There's no evidence I was there. A hundred percent. And that was like years of my life. Even though I'm not a professional photographer, I have spent years of my life taking photos of family and friends taking photos of like events, family events and stuff. And then I don't exist. So now I'm like, give the camera to my brother or give the camera, especially to my sister. She's got a great eye for photos. Mm. Um, Yeah. And I'm just like, no, it's your turn now, man. I'm going to have a drink. (laughs) This is someone else's problem. You can take a good photo and go. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, it's about finding that balance. And uh, family for me is always a bit of a, you know, a given, but I have a lot of family. (laughs) Yeah. Wider family. Yeah. But not a lot of them actually use me now that I think about it. That's That's awkward. I'm going to email them all. (laughs) It seems like an untapped resource. I've got like 
90 first cousins or something, I've got to send out a bulk email. Yeah. Like, Guys, what are you doing? You're trying Guys, to hire you a fund- team here. <laughs> yeah, you can find <laughs> my next position. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hire me another assistant. <laughs> Race yourself. <laughs> Actually, one thing I want to talk about before we finish is you mentioned, you touched on it a little earlier when people are like, oh, that's your price? And they're a little taken aback mm. or they're like, oh, I just thought we'd go for coffee. I'll shout. Like, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Thanks, man. That $5 coffee is really going to hit the sides, you know. Um, at least buy you breakfast. At least yeah. have one less meal to pay for. I know, right? You buy me some eggs and I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so easy. <laughs> that's an egg pun. I'm not easy. I'm not easy. Uh, <laughs> in terms of dealing with that, I think it's really important to not be embarrassed or to be confident in your pricing and to be able to say, look, I understand to you that, you know, that seems like too much, but here's what here's what value I'm offering for that. Yeah, to be able to say, okay, this is what I offer. Um, this is the value I'm bringing to the table. Here's why it costs what it does. Not that, well, I'm trying to pay for a whole team here or I'm trying to buy myself some new shoes or margaritas or whatever. But, like, this is the time and the experience and the value that I'm offering mm-hmm. and that's why it costs what it does. And if yeah. they are still in a position where they're, like, can't see that value, which is very different to can't afford it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Very good point. They share a little bit of the same line because if someone values something and can see the value in it, then, you know, with it, mm. they'll find a way a lot of the time. But then there's yeah. also the legit, I'll have to come back to you in a month or two or six. Yeah. Um, but then there's the people who are just like, yeah, but I could Google it. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> nice. Enjoy yeah. your you go. Google, Google adventures. I actually think, where else do you think? all this information comes from in 2018. Everything is right there. But what you're asking me for is a cheat sheet. Mm. So it's going to cost this much money. So I think you just have to confidently stand in your prices and knowing the value that you offer and not be swayed by someone else not seeing that um, and just being able to say, okay, well, thanks for the inquiry. Um, Let me know if I can help you with anything else. See you bye. <laughs> yeah. Know? Catch you. Yeah. And people will always, there will always be people I've found with the photography, like I had a, um, like my current special, it's $59 for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you can buy more photos later. And I had two people go, oh, does that include a USB? And I was like, no, that's how I make it cheaper is there's yeah. no USB, you just download it online. Yeah. And they were kind of like, oh, well, then how much for a USB? quickly Googled how much to buy a USB from JB Hi-Fi and added that on. Yeah. And then then it's too expensive. Oh, no, it's too expensive now. So I think there will always be people that try and get something for free or by saying, oh, that's your price, they're trying to get it discounted. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's up to you whether you feel you want to discount it, but don't, yeah, don't let it shake your confidence that you're not worth what you're charging. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's really... Discounting is really difficult, in my opinion, and when you're in business and really as a side hustle or whether you're going solo, you're dealing with people directly. So if you're negotiating a price and providing one person with a discount, then 
I always assume that everyone is going to find out. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to offer someone a consult for half price, I want to have a damn good reason that I'm doing it so I can justify it when the 10 other people I booked so far this year have said, well, dude, where was our discount? Yeah. You know, I and so that's the number one reason that I just don't do it. Like mm. I have in the past discounted websites for various different things, community groups, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But realistically, I just don't do it because yeah. I just think if I was that person who had paid and said, yes, I totally agree, Melissa, that's what you're worth. And then I was having a chat with someone and they're like, oh, well, she only charged me like half that. I would feel like crap. So mm. my plan is to avoid that feeling ever being associated with my business yeah. yeah that's a good one I've I've also along the lines of discounting with um like I've got you know friends and family that ask me like oh my whatever club is having a charity night can you donate a photo session for free so that's yeah. a recent yes. experience I had and I was like and a friend of mine had talked about a similar situation with her photography business and her father actually said, set yourself like a pro bono budget. Yeah. So are you, is your pro bono budget three sessions a year or in someone else's case, three products a year that you'll give away for charity? Because yeah. you can also write that off for tax if you like. But yeah. So you can have it, but don't go don't be a bleeding heart for every charity yeah. for someone who works for a charity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important. I, I actually, even in my day job, when we get all those calls or marketing calls or whatever, I use that all the time. No, I'm sorry. We've already spent our yeah. charity or advertiser or marketing budget, but you know, thanks for your, if you want to email the info through mm. to be considered next time, please do. That yeah. sort of stuff. I, I totally agree with your friend's dad. You've got to draw yeah. a line in the sand um, and you've got to be able to be like, okay, really clear about what you're offering to mm. when it comes to that package or in our case especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and always you, offer consults. I don't yeah. offer websites because – Oh, I've, that makes sense. I haven't done a website yet that the people haven't said, oh, I just want a really simple, like, five-page, nothing more. And if I do a website below 20 pages ever, I'm surprised. Because even the people who are like, I only want, like, home, contact and about. That's all I want. It, those people, I've started adding a, like, per-page extra cost because I'm just like, it's going to happen. I'm telling yeah. you, you're going to need 20 pages. Yeah. And they're like, no, we won't need 20. Next minute, we're rounding <laughs> up to 25 and I'm like. And that's something really good to consider <laughs> for people charging is like, what is the common thing that you get? Like, no, no, I really want this simple whatever. Yeah. And then cater to in your contract or whatever it is they might sign. Yeah. If it goes over that, what the extra cost is going to be yeah. so everything is up front. Absolutely. I have, in terms of websites and um, even like photos or social media content and stuff like that, I have a $55 hourly fee um, because I can outsource it for less than that to deal with um, like excessive changes and things mm -hmm. like that. So they get two reviews and then after that it gets sent to penalty, what I call penalty overtime. 
Yeah. You know, because there's a difference to when someone's laid out their pages for a website, to stick with that example, mm-hmm. and then next minute they're like, oh, can we just put the content from here, a little bit of it over on the homepage? To me, that's a change. Like, yeah. if it wasn't there and if you're adding extra pages and if you're um, – because each page has to be laid out. It's not yeah. just a – it's not just yeah. a cut and paste job. It's like each page and then it needs to be incorporated in menus and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we always try to do a very basic SEO sort of thing on our stuff, make sure it ticks all the right boxes so it's not at least ringing any alarms. It's like, guys, welcome to penalty overtime. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say that now. I've, I have been in the past and... I think because um, websites physically cost so little in terms of actual outlay, in terms of hosting and domain, I think I had, a, yeah, yeah. I had a little bit of guilt around how much they cost. But when you look at the hours that you spend, I'm, I don't feel guilty anymore and I don't feel guilty about pulling the penalty over time, you know, <laughs> at all. I'm like, no, yeah. it's happening. We're in <laughs> overtime. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably a good thing to like finish on is for people just not to feel guilty. Like don't feel guilty about what your rules are, what your charging is, because every business has to do it. Yeah. And it's just something. And I think particularly as women as well, it's something that's very hard for us not to feel guilty about because we have these, I don't know. I feel like we have these instincts. We want to do things to help people and we want it to be lovely and like seamless and we don't want anyone to be upset with us. And it's a yeah. nice girl thing. It really is. Yeah. For women yeah. in business, you just have to and it's not allowed it's not about being a jerk. I mean, I know no. the internet's forever. So I'm not out here trying to like alienate anybody. I wanna be direct. I wanna be clear about what my expectations are and what theirs should be. I think people get afraid of having those conversations and all it ever does is lead to more trouble. Yeah. You just can't be afraid to have that conversation because, trust me, if you don't, it's just going to be a shit show later. Yeah. 100%. That's something I've learned the hard way so many times. Mm. You hide from something, (laughs) it's always going to become a problem later. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's just your own resentment bubbling up and (laughs) burning like hellfire (laughs) in your gut. Um, Yeah, you just, you've got to have those conversations because, Mm. Yeah. Just got to rip off the Band-Aid, get straight in there. Okay. (laughs) That's an episode. Yeah. Dunzo. I think that was clear. I think people have got some tools. Charge like a maniac. Yeah. Go nuts. (laughs) Double your prices tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think most people could probably easily double their prices tomorrow. I think so, yeah. Thanks for being here, guys. If you have any questions about pricing your work, um, how – Anything more specific that we haven't covered here, if you're on the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, feel free to tweet us. The information is at the end of the episode. If you're on YouTube or Facebook or wherever the freaking else I put this video, (laughs) just leave it in the comments. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. So thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye. For today's show notes, you can visit our website, www.sugarandink.com. You can also send us in any questions or topics you would like us to cover at hello at sugarandink.com. You can connect with us on social media using at sugarcoated and at blondinkaus.